Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And has anybody ever seen a cow? Apparently I've not. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Alright, Rem. <laughs> Cows aside, I'm going to be laughing about that cow for ages. Uh, if you want to know about the cow, uh, it's a part of our pre-banter and I'm very pleased with myself for that. Uh, but we're not here to talk about cows, Rem. We're here to talk about anime. And since we uh, did our episode on Spy Family last week, uh, we've gotten some interesting messages. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as we predicted, some people ignoring Rem saying all the nice things, and of course, uh, insulting him instead. It's how it and, goes. Ins- and insulting me for some reason for not defending the show better? Question mark? That's also how it goes. <laughs> yeah. No, y- y'all, y- did you miss the part where, he's- where we said we both love it? it it's not good enough. It's never good enough. It's never good enough. We need a hundred percent, uh, a hundred percent in all aspects. Otherwise, we're problematic content creators. Uh, but we're not here to talk about that, Rem. We're here to talk about something completely different. Bad anime. <laughs> well, I mean, that remains to be seen, Rem. Oh fuck! All right. Uh, the question is, Rem. Uh, do you know of a little service uh, that is simply called Netflix? Ah, uh, yes, Netflix. Uh, you know, we we are currently watching the destruction of Netflix, the lovely mm. degradation of our fine boy. Yeah, Netflix has uh, been a bit controversial in the anime sphere, as I'm sure you're aware. Uh, but with their habit of waiting until a full season of an anime is fully released before they will publish it to, you know, non-Japanese locations, a Netflix jail, they usually call it. I don't know, man, uh, because... fine. That's fine. Weebs are very impatient, Rem. You have to understand, if there's an option to watch a show, theoretically... Hey, let me put it this way. I have never felt bad waiting to watch an anime. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I've been able to to make it through just fine. (laughs) Weird. I wonder why that is, Rem. Yeah. (laughs) But... Regardless, Netflix has been a bit controversial, whether it's due to the Netflix jail or some of their questionable choices in terms of subtitling, uh, whether it is completely changing like the message of a story with some of their various subtitles or uh, just picking weird things to lock away for a long period of time. Uh, but there is another aspect of Netflix that we haven't really discussed all that regularly. Ah, live that- action. Mm. Well, I mean, yes, that is true that we have not discussed any <laughs> Netflix live action series, uh, which we probably will have to at some point. Maybe it'll be a bonus episode for our first one or something. Hard to say. Uh, but that's that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, fuck, where was I? Oh, yes, Netflix. Uh, there is one aspect of Netflix that is a bit interesting. Uh, there are Netflix adaptations that are live action, and by and large, most of them are pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, and that is the nature of uh, Netflix-exclusive anime films. Uh, and there have been quite a few of these, like, in recent times. Uh, 
Some of them uh, decently popular. Some of them, like, didn't really have much, like, announcement in the anime community, and they just kind of showed up out of nowhere. And weirdly, it has been, like, not an aspect of films to talk about in review for the most part. Mm-hmm. Because, like, because they're Netflix exclusive, most of the time people just uh, don't realize they exist. Because one day they just show up on Netflix and it's like, oh, there's an anime movie. What's this anime movie? Am I interested enough to look into it? Eh, not particularly. At least that's the way that I have uh, interacted with a lot of these films. And previously we have covered a film that was like this. Uh, but it's not one that you covered. It was one that me and Dylan covered. Uh, the anime movie A Whisker Away, which uh, Dylan had a lot of mixed feelings about, very yep. concerned feelings about. Uh, and I figured it was about time that you and I took a look at one of these random Netflix movies and uh, gave our thoughts on them. Okay, and, and which random Netflix movie are you throwing at me? Uh, so the one that we are going to be watching, Rem, is one that came out in summer of 2021, and it is simply titled Saidro no Yo Ni Kotoba Ga Wakigagaru. Wakiagaru. Wakiagaru. That's the last word. Thank you. Uh, or the much easier to say English title, uh, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. <laughs> All right. You know, that I, I like that title. I will say. Good title. Yeah, no. It's a nice uh, bubbly title, if you say. Um, <laughs> and it is an interesting show, to say the least. Uh, it's the... Hmm, how to describe it in a clean and concise manner that just doesn't spoil the movie. Uh, it's a summer flick, Rem. It's a, it's a whole film about summer as a whole. Okay. And it's about our main character, uh, Yui Sakura, uh, who goes by his nickname, uh, Cherry. <laughs> All right, so we got Cherry. Yep, Cherry. And uh, he's a bit of an introvert, as you might exe- expect. Wait, and... no, no. You, okay, with all due respect. You can't mm. be a dude given the nickname of Cherry if you're an introvert. <laughs> like, that, that is a nickname you earn through your social life, okay? You don't just get handed that randomly. Mm-hmm. A girl, I mean, maybe, to... maybe a, a girl could be thrown Cherry as a nickname and still be sort of introverted, maybe. Uh, but uh, just how society is structured, a dude is not getting the nickname Cherry unless he is socializing. You do realize, Rem, that Sakura is Japanese for Cherry, right? Like cherry blossoms. Oh, God, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. <laughs> but wait a minute. So so his nickname is English Cherry. Yes. Okay. Yes, and he also has his friend Smile and Beaver. Don't worry about it. What uh, the fuck? Are they also look, just named after their names? Ah, uh, hard to say, Rem. Hard to say. What the fuck? Okay, I'm already a little bit twisted, but keep going. A little tilted. Uh, but generally speaking... uh. He finds the best way to express himself is through uh, haikus. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, and he essentially is spending his summer uh, doing a part-time job and, uh, you know, just uh, biding his time while he prepares for his family to go on a big move, essentially. Uh, also, our other main character is uh, Yuki Smile Hoshino, and she is... <laughs> Get this, a budding influencer who wants everybody to smile. All right. But here's the thing, Rem. She's self-conscious. She's self-conscious about her braces and is always wearing a uh, disposable mask. Uh, uh, Okay. And the rest of this movie is just a... (laughs) is a little romance slice of life film between Cherry and Smile and uh, trying to solve 
a little bit of a mystery for a senile old man who is uh, losing a couple memories here and there. I'm and they're just trying to figure. Lost. Oh, don't worry, I was too. I essentially, essentially, it is a romance movie where these two uh, characters are interacting and working together to try and find a missing uh, vinyl for an old man before he forgets what it sounds like. Cool. You can see why some of these movies don't exactly get high on anybody's radar, right? I don't know. It could be really good. I'm just a little lost, man. Don't worry. That's okay. It's very much... It feels like your average summer teen movie is what it feels like. And for all I know, I could be the wrong one here. There could be loads of fans out there who love this film. The biggest thing issue is, is I've never heard anybody mention it or talk about it. We've gotten a couple recommendation emails for it, but not many. Like one or two, if that, when it first came out. Since then, nobody has mentioned it or talked about it. Oh man, got got a lot. We we get we get dozens and dozens of recommendations every single week. Gotta love when Sean just says, "Hey y'all, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> I just thought this. It was interesting because I was uh, doing research the other day, watching some of the. Uh, uh, anime that recently got released from Netflix jail, uh, and thinking, ah, what should we watch, uh, from here? And, you know, just eagerly waiting for, uh, Komi-san season two to get released as well, because I really wanted that, like, a lot. Um, and I came across this one, I was like, oh yeah, I remember seeing this come out, but I never got around to actually watching it, so I did watch it, and I thought to myself, huh, this is very colorful and kind of pretty, maybe it has some value, and maybe this is a hidden gem. Or, maybe this is just a quick and easy Netflix anime that they stole to put on their platform for exclusivity reasons that uh, kind of failed because nobody really noticed it. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know. I just think it's an interesting thing to think about. You know, Netflix being as uh, closed off as they are with what they uh, uh, will stream to specific countries and specific areas and what they uh, maintain exclusive rights to. Well, let, let, let's figure out what the fuck is going on with this this movie then. Yeah, no. It is... A lot simpler than you would expect, <laughs> So, So with that in mind, let's go watch some words bubble up like soda pop. Meow. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching the entirety of Netflix's original anime movie, if you want to call it that, uh, words bubble up like soda pop. And Remington... I've got to ask, is this a diamond in the rough, or is this just something that exists that confused you? Well, let me let me answer that with a question of my own, Sean. M sure more, thing, More Rem of a request, actually, all right? Yes, I can do that. Sean, could you yes. make, as accurately as possible, a cat sound for me? <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of scientific- For the sake of scientific inquiry- could you provide me a cat sound, please? Uh, Japanese or American? Uh, an accurate cat sound. Oh, God. Okay, I'll see if I can get my nerdy tones to emulate a higher-pitched uh, animal. Let's let's see if I can do this. Um, Mew. Okay, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's the best I can do, man. That's the best I can do. Um, <laughs> Like, I could do, like, the cheesy, yeah. But it wouldn't really, it wouldn't really work. That is, right. I mean, it just makes me sound like a weed. There's a real cute cat in this movie. Yes, it sounds there is. <laughs> nothing like that. In fact, I, meow. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't describe it as a meow, more as a straight up moo. Um, moo. Dylan, if you want to just <laughs> add the soundbite of that cat here, so our listeners know what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, you're, you're gonna make him scroll through the movie. It's a, it's, to it's find early that on. It's bite. early on. <laughs> and you're gonna insert that. within five what minutes. If it's a, hey, Rem. What if that's a copyrighted meow? A <laughs> copyrighted meow. We don't want to get taken down for you know. No, the, the listeners, the listeners need to hear it. Uh, that's not a meow. That's not a cat sound. That's more of a cow sound than cat sound. It don't make any goddamn sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let's actually talk about that. <laughs> you just had to get that out of I did, chest, I did. Because uh, <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, you know, there was no saving it. Yeah, yes, it, you need to get the elephant cat out of the way, and... I mean, the cat wasn't that fat, Rem. Oh, he was a cute cat. He was a cute, chubby fuck. Very cute cat. Like, it, very round. Very, very round. Very round, and like an old man, both in sound and <laughs> demeanor. <laughs> So, uh, the first thing that people watching this movie will notice is the very stylish art, right? The design of everything, very stylized in a fun, interesting way. Which, hey, that's a plus. Uh, you got a nice visual identity going on. Uh, there's some janky animation moments. Like, for the most part, animation's fine, but there's definitely some jankier moments. Uh, but overall, visually, it gets a thumbs up, right? Uh, we, we get introed into... Our main characters, uh, we have Cherry making up some morning haikus. Uh, we have Smile putting on a mask to hide her braces. We also have a, a la lost grandpa. Uh, he's he's lost, and he, he doesn't know where he's going. Uh, fortunately, Cherry is there to help the grandpa, uh, because Cherry works at sort of an old people's home in the middle of the mall. Day I would describe it as a daycare. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's an old person daycare. You you yeah. you want to go shop, but want to leave the old people at a... It's weird that it's at a mall. It, it is very strange. That is a very strange locale. I mean, I guess they <laughs> would have plenty to do around there. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that it's in a mall. I can't quite, quite figure it out. Maybe it's a small town thing. Who knows? <laughs> but small town... A town small enough to need need an old person daycare to be inside of the mall... Would not have a mall. That's my claim. <laughs> mm. So you're saying that this uh, show isn't aspiring to any hard levels of realism. <laughs> perhaps not. Perhaps not. Mm. Understandable. Uh, so uh, we also get introduced to some miscellaneous side characters. Uh, Beaver, who's a thief. Uh, then you have Japan, who's a weeb. Um, <laughs> they call him Japan. They're, they know what's yeah. up. They get it. Uh, yeah. they <laughs> uh, there's Tough Boy. Who I don't know. He's he. I think he has. Oh, he has a job at the record store. The grandpa is his grandpa, uh, and the yep. cat is his cat. Yep. Uh, so we we get, and then we also see uh her siblings, friends. I don't know siblings. Oh, okay. Siblings. They act like friends, but they're just very close siblings. Hey, that yeah. I mean, that's something to aspire to. Yeah, you can be friends with your siblings, yeah. and ideally, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah, ideally, that's just how it works. <laughs> Um, you don't want to just like come out of this thinking, ah oh, man, my siblings are the worst people ever. And I know that's the case for some people, and it's sad, but uh, you know, best case scenario, you're friends with your siblings. Yeah. That's that's the best case scenario. So our character, worst case scenario, is uh, something we talk about regularly on the show. <laughs> our characters meet in uh, odd circumstances where Cherry is chilling out and watching a baby race in the mall. <laughs> yeah you know those events where you just put a bunch of babies in a row apparently trained um 
apparently trained because they know when to start. Uh, and he's just watching a baby race, apparently. Uh, also coming up with haikus at the time, the perfect inspiration. Uh, meanwhile, Smile, she is, uh, she's live streaming, right? She's live streaming her day at the mall, looking at a bunch of she's, cute things. She's one of them influencers, right? Yeah. You hear about them? Uh, Beaver <laughs> has stolen an anime girl cardboard stand for Japan. Uh, now, to be fair, Rem, to be fair, we don't know if it's anime. It could <laughs> very well. It could very well just be a normal no, it, Well, no, it's full on uh, magical girl like setup going on there. Yeah, I, I know it is. I know it is. Uh, but but I, just, I, I do like your point. I do like your point. Yeah. Uh, so a lot's going on. Beaver with the anime girl cutout bumps in to uh, one of the protagonists who bumps into the other protagonist. Uh, they drop their phones, one of which is is like live streaming phone. The other one is a haiku phone with like a little little mini haiku dictionary thing. Yes. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, uh, that I didn't. It helps that look up seasonal because... words. Yes. Uh, because haikus should be seasonal. Uh, at least if you're traditional about it. Uh, so yes. Uh, they bump into each other. Smile also loses her mask, and uh, when when Cherry looks at Smile, and he just says braces uh which you know man what a charmer uh (laughs) (laughs) i mean if i suffer a concussion i always say the first thing i see whenever i uh come out of it (laughs) but at Uh, least be charming with it like oh man concussion then you look and you're like cute girl right that that there you go yeah Uh, but you get a concussion and you default to the thing they're most insecure about ah shit you fucked it So to be fair, he's not exactly a uh, you know Casanova levels of charm. <laughs> he's, he's horrendously awkward. He's he's a weird dude who likes to write haikus in his spare time because he doesn't know how to express himself otherwise. <laughs> uh, so... No offense to weird dudes who write haikus. I'm just saying. Hey man, I've I've written uh I I've written dozens of haikus and they are all trash. Same. Uh, uh you forced me to write a haiku once. Actually, I did. I remember that. <laughs> uh, so. They end up, she gets nervous and runs away, and they end up, uh, oh no, they've switched phones and they didn't realize it. Uh, silly them. Uh, we we see some more of Cherry at the daycare, um, helping out with Grandpa, and the Grandpa is really good at haikus, and so they chat about haikus a little bit. Uh, both of them realize the switch, and they're like, ah, whoopsie, doodly. Uh, they, they handle it, they, like... Do a little video call, agree to exchange it. They exchange it. All works out. Cool. Uh, then they, they casually chat after exchanging each other's phones, right? Uh, they they talk to uh, talk to one another uh, briefly. And then the, the, the girls all, they, they follow. They One day they see and they follow Cherry. Cherry and some of the seniors are doing some haikus that are being recited by a third party. Uh, but they have Cherry recite his own and he's super embarrassed and he doesn't like the idea of reciting haikus he just wants to be left alone he's an introvert damn you uh but the girls get found out and now the protagonists they properly chat right uh he comes up with a haiku uh, on the spot uh and then when he goes home we learn oh he's packing because they're moving very soon uh i wonder if that'll be relevant later <laughs> uh hard to say lo- lots of stereotypical Story beats here for the good old transient summer love story, you know. Uh, so there's a little bit of packing going on. Uh, but then, as as this is going on, she finds his posts, his his essential his haiku Twitter, and she likes some of the posts. 
And he's like, oh man, should I like follow her? So they follow each other as their families like lurk hardcore. Uh, he watches her live streams. She checks out his haikus. Uh, they be crushing hard at this point. Uh, the difference is she's the only one liking his posts. Meanwhile, like hundreds of people are on her live stream. So yeah, influencers, man, they're ruining our classic summer romances. We gotta stop them. <laughs> It's like, hey, shout them out, you know? Just be like, hey, you want some cool-ass haikus? <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, uh, there's this boy. Uh, have some clout, if you will. <laughs> uh, speaking of, if anybody wants to throw some clout our way. <laughs> I wonder what that is. Is it tasty, you think? <laughs> Delicious. Uh, anyway, so we, we get um, a nice little montage of them getting closer, right? Uh, both doing their own thing, eventually... Smile starts working at the daycare as well. Uh, they they practice a little folk song and dance in the in the daycare to perform at a festival that's coming up. Coming up on the very same day that he's going to be moving. Ooh, I wonder when the climax will take place. <laughs> <laughs> Mysterious. Rem, Rem, I, I feel like it's very rude of you to point out the intrinsic subtleties of this movie. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, the grandpa... He's he's been looking for a lost record uh for, for the longest time and he struggled to find it. So Smile and Cherry decide they are going to find that record for him. Alright, they're gonna do it, god damn it. Uh and, and and it's clear, Grandpa, he's not in great health, so it, it's important. Yeah. It's like they they don't say dementia. <laughs> they don't say dementia on his deathbed, but also Grandpa's not going to be here for very long, all right? <laughs> it might be At, his like, last Charlotte... festival, all right? Yeah. There's a bit... It, like, it's like, oh, time is ticking, not just because, like, he's moving, our protagonist is moving, but, like... Uh... <laughs> Grandpa might... <laughs> Grandpa might uh, have a bit of a upcoming expiration date, as it were. Yeah. Uh, so... They, they start investigating. They look everywhere they can. They look at the mall, look at record stores. Uh, they even try to... Uh, they, they tried the live stream, seeing if, if anybody has any ideas. Uh, they try the record store, each and every single thing, and they just cannot find it. They get some leads. They learn where the, like, uh, uh, the record photo was shot. They learn that the uh, singer behind the record was his wife, the grandpa's wife. Uh, which you know makes things a little bit more heart wrenching that he can't uh, can't find the record and listen to his late wife uh, one more time. Uh, nice and tragic. Uh, but but then after they search the entirety of the record store, after a a, a moment of inspiration, uh, following following Cherry finding something behind his own little fridge, he looks behind the fridge in the record store and he finds a copy of the record. Everyone's super hyped, super excited. Uh, Smile uh, takes some looks at it, and as she's looking at it, she's like, Hey, Cherry, want to watch the fireworks with me at the festival? Aw, real cute. Uh, and uh, and Cherry gives a, a general rushed affirmative, but it's clear he doesn't want to deal with it, because also, he's lying. He, he's a lying bitch. Uh, he's not going <laughs> to be there for the fireworks. But what is he going to do? Say no to the cute girl he likes? Uh, yeah, that, yes. that's what he should do. That's, um... That's what... Or at the very least, tell why. Yeah, he should have been... He like... should have been very clear. She's still in the dark. Um, yeah. they're crushing on yeah. each other hard. Uh, she has no idea. 
Yeah. Um, but she looks, she notices that uh, the record is a little bit warped, as it would be if it's behind a fridge, probably getting all that heat uh, exhausted onto it for who knows how long. And so she decides she's going to try and just, like, add, add a little pressure to try and bend it back into place. Uh, that ain't going to work the way you want it to. And indeed, it snaps. It snaps into a bunch of pieces. Uh, and, uh, and in an interesting creative choice, we don't see the direct aftermath of this. Uh, we see how she feels terrible, right? Um, and we know that she apologizes and stuff, but we don't see the direct aftermath. We just see her still feeling very terrible afterwards. Well, Rem, you don't want to see a crushed old man, do you? <laughs> uh, or do you, Rem? Do you, do you have some deep-seated insecurities about old people that you want to talk about right now? Child murder and sad grandpas. It's a match made in heaven, y'all. Um, <laughs> for those who haven't listened to the podcast... <laughs> yeah, no, that... <laughs> Um, I will not that's, explain. That's gonna... I shall not elaborate. Uh... Weirdly, they go hand in hand a lot of the time, funnily <laughs> I enough. I mean, yeah. Uh, I want to I want to reverse Uncle Ben is what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Yep. So uh, she's super sad. She's, we, we see a scene that like lasts just a little too long, but in a good way of her trying to glue back the record together, which it wouldn't play, but at least like there's the record. Uh, she's struggling and her sisters are there for her. Uh, super wholesome, just interpersonal dynamics in this show. Uh, especially with the sisters towards Smile, like, super wholesome. Uh, she sort of fixes it and she wants to still apologize again to the grandpa and say sorry again. Um, as this is all going on at the daycare, uh, Cherry's mom arrives and, uh, to take him home and is like, oh, thank you so much, uh, and it's so unfortunate that he won't be able to, like, do the folk dance with you guys, uh, even though he's been practicing it with you because of that. And they're all like, yeah, that is sad. And Smile's like, what the fuck? Excuse me? Uh, so so <laughs> she's like, hey, uh, Cherry, uh, what the fuck, bro? And he's like, oh, yeah. Being an introvert is not an excuse for being in a day. <laughs> yep. Uh, good communication. And so she feels super bad. And he also, he feels like shit as he should he should uh yeah it's like yeah no you you done fucked up cherry boy fucked up yeah cherry boy fucked up <laughs> yeah so uh we, we see like the moving truck and everything uh festival day comes around uh he gets in the car to move with his family meanwhile uh what do you know what one, one of the people at the daycare they see the glued together record and they're like hold up a minute D does anybody think that looks a lot like the clock we have on the wall uh, and yeah, no, they've just been using the record as a clock for the longest time, and no one had any idea, because uh, the only one who would have known definitely doesn't have dementia. Uh, <laughs> it's not dementia. It's not dementia. It's it's I can't believe it's not dementia. <laughs> <laughs> Pick it up at your local Smith's Marketplace. Oh, God. Uh, uh, to any anybody who uh, is dealing with uh, someone suffering from dementia, that's real tragic. Uh, we're a comedy podcast. Uh, we have to ignore tragedy. <laughs> we just yeah, have to we're, smooth that over. We've got to. We've got to get that explicit tag somehow, y'all. Oh, and uh, no. all right. So, mm. uh, so they grab it and it can be played and wonderful. And it's like, oh man, if only Cherry could listen to this. And smiles like, I got an idea. So they go to do the little folk song at the festival, but they switch out the music. So they're playing the the record from uh the grandpa's uh, uh dead wife and. Uh, Grandpa, it's really touching to him. Meanwhile, uh, Smile does a live stream. And, like, she knows that Cherry is a simp for her live streams. 
So he he immediately <laughs> uh, assigns dropping super chats everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and, and, and so he immediately uh, checks it out while driving with his parents uh, and sees what's going on and hears the song and he's like, "Holy shit!" Meanwhile, he looks out and uh, Beaver, the thief, he also is a graffiti artist who does graffiti with uh, with Cherry's haikus, which you know that's just a bro move right there. Uh, first mm. implicating them on a crime, not a bro move, but, uh, being like, Hey bro, I love your artistic fervor. And I, I want to use that for my own artistic, uh, artistic pursuits. Like, hell yeah. Bros supporting bros. Except for the crime part. The crime part is a bit unfortunate. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. Hang on, I've seen these haikus before. They were from this person's Twitter, and he happens to work at the mall. Hmm. And it's like, oh, I wonder who. How do you know it's this? not one of his fans? Because he only gets two likes on all of his posts, and one of them is his mother. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he, I will say, uh, Beaver, what the fuck? Why, why aren't you liking the posts? Uh, yeah, you no, like the haikus. Like, you follow him. Yeah, he does follow. Yeah, him. what the fuck? Like of the four ho- followers, I th- I think his four followers are his his three friends and a bot that does haikus. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, come on. Uh, so anyway, uh, Cherry is like, holy shit! He sees a haiku written that he wrote very specifically for uh for Smile, and his friends are like, bro, you gotta do it, coward. And so Cherry's like, all right, I got to do it. And so he's like, stop, parents. I will not explain myself. So they stop the car and are like, is this an emergency? And he just runs away. Um, Fuck the parents, I guess. They're probably terrified. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, uh, Cherry runs all the way to the festival. He's looking around, right? Um, And he, he doesn't quite see Smile. But what he he does see, or rather he hears, the grandpa yell into the microphone, um, uh, essentially motivating him to to speak his mind, speak his truth, pronounce his love. And so uh, Cherry does. He goes up and he's terrified to recite his haikus, but he knows that now is the time in front of so many people. He recites all of the haikus that he has written for Smile, right? Um, he he and he he says them all. Uh, he recites them all while the song uh, is still playing and the, everybody tears up and she takes off her mask because a lot of the haikus are about, uh, are about her smile. Uh, and and there you go. They both work through their insecurities together. And that's it. That, that, that's the story, yeah. Wow. So, so I suppose the question is, Rem, uh, do you think this is a movie worth watching? All right, let me, let me start by saying a few things. Okay, here we go. First, it's very much... What you see is what you're going to get. It's a cutesy teenage rom-com, right? It's just wholesome, and it's it's super... Like, if you aren't looking for something that's leaning hard into sweet, wholesome, uh, right? If you Essentially, if you approach with any level of cynicism, it's, <laughs> it's oh, going to no. be rough. Rem. It's going to be rough. Rem. Rem. Buddy. <laughs> Do you know what podcast you're on? <laughs> and yet... Uh, with all of that in mind, nah, this shit was cute as fuck, dude. It it won me over heartily. Uh, I I found myself charmed with the characters, with the interactions, with the interpersonal relationships. Uh, I I thought, uh, especially the ending was was really really cute. The actual haikus are pretty solid. Uh, which helps. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it is a, it's a good movie. Okay, so you are leaning more towards, hey, Netflix, you did a good job with this one. I, I am, uh, yeah. Like, it, like, it's it's pretty to look at. It's super cute in all of the ways. Uh, I, I think that the characters are pretty solid. I think the friends could get more characterization, but at least for the protagonists, who are obviously the main focus, uh, they have strong characterization, which is nice to see. Uh, it, it's a it's a simple story that that's told pretty well, I think. So you want a more in-depth character study on Beaver and Japan? <laughs> I, I don't think it needs to go into a crazy amount of depth, but I think like a little bit. Uh, and Tough Boy and his weird fucking cat. Uh, his, his weird <laughs> just cow a spinoff cat. about the cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was very pleasant. I thought that it it, it definitely gets a thumbs up for me. It, it's not ridiculously deep uh, or anything like that. It, it don't go in expecting like your name, right? This is no, simpler, no. Uh, but also it's still very pleasant. If you just want something super wholesome super cute and very representative of that transient summer love story genre. This is a this is a lovely example. This is a lovely one to go to. If you don't think that that's down your alley, I don't think it would change your mind. Well, what a nice lovely insight. Rem, uh but I do have a question for you. That's not one I usually ask, but uh nicknames are pretty weird though, right? <laughs> I will say I I actually I love a bunch of characters having nicknames. Uh, it, yeah. it reminds me of uh, another show that I absolutely adore, Peep Show, uh, mm. which, which is a delightful show and uh, far less erotic than it appears. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Peep Show, eh? I'm going to go check it out, incognito <laughs> and then And then you find that it's actually just uh, a TV series about just some of the most awkward fuckers you've ever seen. Hey, isn't that why people listen to <laughs> us, Ram? Uh, you know, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, so it, it gives a vibe of that where it helps to feel like there is a history here, right? Which which I enjoy. Right. Uh, and even something I as just... simple as like when you see their hangout up top, Cherry Beaver in Japan, they have a hangout. They have uh, what what you can infer are a bunch of stolen shit, right? Yep. <laughs> um, along with a bunch of uh, graffiti haikus uh, written by Cherry and written down by uh, Beaver. Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's nice environmental storytelling. I will say, I, the one thing I wanted to know throughout this whole movie that they never told me: why the fuck he called Beaver? I think we all know, Sean. I don't want to think about that. Ren. <laughs> I don't, don't want to think about that because he is a child. Well, hey, man, I didn't assign the nickname. <laughs> oh God, I don't know if we can keep that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. Whatever you assumed, that's on you. Uh-huh. Well, if you had to take a guess, Rem, what do you think the mouse score for uh, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop oh, is? Oh, God. Um, I think, I don't think it'll have a cult following. In fact, I don't think it'll have a very large following. I think... Really? I just don't think many people, as, because it's like a Netflix one, right? Mm-hmm. I think that limits its audience in the weeb sphere. Yes. Uh, yes. So the audience is going to be limited. But then the fewer numbers are going to sort of bump up the ratings a little bit just because there's few of them and it's generally positive. Uh, it's not going to reach out to many people who aren't interested, right? It's not going to get mm-hmm. into their sphere. Um, I'm going to say 7.67. Okay. Well, you're right about the limited viewership because like I said at the start of this episode, 
Uh, Netflix just sometimes drops anime on their service without really any ceremony. <laughs> yeah. And unless you're, like, really in deep with, like, new anime news, which I, I'm decently in there, but, like, not to the point where I'm following several, you know, Japanese companies trying to be like, ah, yes, I can read some of this hiragana, and maybe that katakana. Kanji, fuck no. Uh, yeah, but... what he said. <laughs> they have three alpha... J- Japanese has about three alphabets. Oh, right? God, that's way too many. <laughs> I mean, they've got one for simplified Japanese words, one for uh, foreign words, and then kanji, which is like... Kanji's kanji. It's co- it's complicated. I'm not an expert. I'm learning. The owl yells at me. I'm, I'm getting used to it. The point being, uh, a lot of the times, Netflix will drop things, and there's not a whole lot of uh, fanfare behind them. Uh, you'll just see them on your uh, Netflix page one day and be like, huh, I wonder what that's about, and maybe you'll look at it, or maybe you won't. Uh, but in this case, Rem, with only 90,000 ratings, mm. uh, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop is sitting uh, nice and pretty at 7.45. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because generally speaking, everybody's like, hey, if this is what you want, great. If you're looking for something more, ooh, yeah, that, that, it's colorful and it's cute. That's fair. I'd probably give it somewhere between a six to six point five for me, mm, because you use a reasonable scale. Yes, because once again, scale. five is true neutral, which I will always remind you, fucks. Uh, for me, five true neutral. Yeah. No, I mean the most helpful review on this page is a five exactly. So yeah, and it's like nothing but like, hey, this is great. Yeah, it. it but not like sp- it's lovely. I don't think that it's necessarily anything special, but uh, you can tell that. A lot of heart went into making it. Uh, and it's probably one of the best things that the studio that made it ever did, because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm looking at all the other stuff. Uh, yeah, no, not not much competition. <laughs> not much competition at all. Uh, they don't have a, a, a very large repertoire, and they recently did Platinum End, so I'm not going to give them any more credit than they deserve. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but with that in mind, Remington, uh, any chance you'd ever want to watch uh, words bubble up like soda pop ever again? Uh, probably not again, but like, Something very much like it, potentially. You'd at least recommend it to somebody if that's what they're into. Oh, yeah. Like, it feels like something easy to recommend if this is the kind of thing you're looking for. Maybe that's what we should start doing if uh, if it's a movie. Would you recommend it rather than rewatch it? Because <laughs> I know you, Rem. You don't rewatch shit. <laughs> you're a one and done kind of guy. It's like, ah, oh, but I've already There's seen so that movie. Like... There's so much out there. There's so much out there. <laughs> Who has time to be rewatching their favorite movie 18 times, all right? Hey, nice to meet you. I'm a nerd. It's what <laughs> we do. It's what we're known for, Rem. It's literally in the job description. Oh, man. Uh, but with that in mind, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed us bemoaning influencers and enjoying simple stories of summer, then please... Head on over to wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and leave us a review. It means the world to us, and we do read every single one. And if you'd like to support us even more directly, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where you can uh, watch myself, Dylan, and Remington occasionally play video games incredibly poorly. But if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to have your name read aloud on the podcast. So, Remington, who are we thanking this week? As always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate, but 
Moving on, we reach our Yandere waifus, who, with the power of their cutting words in all of their haikus, are going to make us feel adorable, and then terrible, and then adorable. And on that list, we have Alex Xanax. You crazy bastards did it. I made it to finals week and will graduate in May. I truly had the power of God and anime on my side. Yandere Neko, you here? Why Shon, why Sean? Welcome to my bakery, crumb sluts. Uh, walk me home <laughs> gently, wacky hypotheticals. Yuliana, Tyler Worley, Trenton Farrell, Travis J. Humphrey, totally God, Titan CNH, Tim Westy, this is how you swing while standing up, says Misaka as she becomes one with the wind. The Susanator is shown in trash, aka data type. The Susanator, that film guy, that was the worst throw ever of all time. Tetsuo13 asks John, what's the whole story behind your high school musical venture? Uh, I mean, we, we were in multiple musicals. Uh, oh, God. Uh, in his high school musical uh, one, oh man, maybe, maybe, I think we've told the story. It, the, we haven't, we haven't. We had to have at some point. One day we will. If, no, if we haven't, I, uh... we'll, I don't know, probably for a pre-banter sometime. Uh, taste testing the anime out of context casts yogurt. Silent secondary. Sean yawns, boy, I'm tired. Sean yawns, me too. Sean yawns, me three. Uh, Sean, you shouldn't have told me about Hololive VTubers. I bought five boxes of Hololive White Swords cards and got no signed cards. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll take responsibility for that. Oh, no. Sean, can I tickle you? Uh, Shaft is producing a Ruby adaptation, so my Yen cosplay will be relevant again. School days in Clanid for the feels. Salty Pretzel. Run, she's a ghost and a bitch. Ross Palmer. Rhiannon Williams. Rem is a bland bitch, Sundere protagonist. Remington Merrill. Rem gave me depression. No waifu, no laifu. Nick Harvey, Nando the Mando, Mike the Mutilator, Makeka 7 Hierto, Mexican Gone Freaks, Matthew Drum Says Sean's a Bitch, Math Matthias Rodas, Matto 2 Max, Lizzie Anthea, Lukey O, Casey Mosley, Cassidy, Julian Garcia, Jax, Jam Hands, I'm Just Here for Rem's Insightful Yet Incorrect Takes. It's Sexual Assault Awareness Month, let's watch some etchy BS. Is Rem's ass a cheesecake? Cause I'm starving. Uh, I'm lonely, so I watch anime. I want Rem to ruin, ruin Darling and the Franks for me. I guess you're on Keter duty. Hunter Davies? Huh, you follow directions. I plan to berate you for calling the wrath of the gods emperor Holy Inquisition down upon us all. Uh, hey, you, slob on my knob. Oh, fuck, I, I can't say normally. Hey, you, slob on my knob, like corn on the cob. They give me head like a Rem in bed, do a moan. Uh, hey, everyone, come check out the best anime podcast on the in internet, Ballin' Out Super. Uh, uh, all out, ball out. Uh, Glenn Michael Dolan? Fuck of love, Foxen boy. Finally got my husband to admit that a BL anime has a cute romance story. Now to make him watch Dakachi and ruin that thought. Farmer Weeb's bad pickup line of the week. Tell me who the fuck you are. Real good, real good. Uh, Holy shit, that caught me off guard. Uh, Fantide, Extreme Cobra. Every time when Rem says his thoughts on the anime are complex, all of us are in for a treat. Ethylenidiamintriacetate, phosphorus, uranium, sulfur, yttrium. Epigamy, Dylan's masculine meow is now my new no notification. Drink milk to prevent wobbly bones. Dramatic tea, Darkstorm713, Creed13, Cody Malone, Shy900, Cheese Monkey, Cage in the House, Brother Yant wants more Sean impressions. Uh, oh, you'll get more. Uh, Brockhard for Geodudes, Big Blue Bear Boy, Ashley Poe and Andrew Poe, Ariel Bird, uh, anyone who defends Redo of Healer belongs on a government watch list. Announcement for all Gen Genshin players. The age of consent is 18. Anime Nosebleed, Elise Howard, and AJ Honey. Thank you all so much. But we move on uh, across the pond over to Hogwarts to the Boy Wizard tier, where uh, words will bubble, bubble up like soda pop. Namely, each of you will get a weird flavor of soda pop, according to lovefood.com.
Oh God! Have you ever had any of those weird flavors of soda pop, Ram? Uh, uh, who knows? We'll see. If if I've had any of the flavors I'll list, I will say so. Uh, I feel like I have. Uh, warning: You're 799 episodes away. You get Grandpa Joe's dill pickle soda. <laughs> Sounds atrocious. Uh, Vincent uh, Calabrese, like, you get Fanta banana yogurt. Stick meat. How do you... I don't know. I don't know. They're all gonna be weird. You just gotta lean into it. Uh, stick meat. You get Rocket Fizz grass soda. Uh, Rika is the best waifu. You get a uh, Jones Soda gingerbread flavor. Um, Rat Visa, the Finnish, and the one who summoned seven heroes from across Earth's history. You get Manhattan Special Espresso Coffee Soda. Uh, Pocket Gamer 513, you get Pepsi Shizo, which apparently is sort of like a Japanese minty flavor. Interesting. Uh, Pocket Gamer 513, you get Beef Drinker Teriyaki Beef Jerky Soda. How curse. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, please do Angel Beats, please. You get Dry Sparkling Lavender, uh, which which I, I have had that one. It, it is weird, mostly due to the texture than the taste, though also taste just not great. And lavender is like an accent. It can't be the main thing or else you're going to be very sad. Uh, that was Please Do Angel Beats, right? Yes. Cool. Uh, P.L. Mayer, you get Avery's Beverages Pumpkin Pie Soda. That could be pleasant. I could vibe with that. I mean, yeah, like cin- cinnamony, pumpkin Yeah, I could dig it. I could dig it. <laughs> now that we practice not saying things out loud, don't read this part. I mean, I'm going to read it out loud. <laughs> 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 I'm going to read it. Uh, Rem DM. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, Rem, DM me where and when I can tongue punch your fart box. <laughs> I don't oh, know if my girlfriend God. would approve. Uh, you get... Hey, Dylan, clip this and send it to his girlfriend. <laughs> uh, Grandpa Joe's ketchup soda. Uh, Grandpa Joe, what are you doing, <laughs> Grandpa sir? Joe's a freak. What are you doing? He's a freak, man. My Afro <laughs> ate my dog. Uh, Melba's Fixing's birthday cake soda. Uh, Momo the Griff. Rocky Mountain Soda Company prickly pear flavor. Uh, Mike Watson Overlord Review. Mr. Q Cucumber flavor. Ugh. Miguel Delion. Mobby Fizz Tree Bark Soda. Uh, Maitawa says first three arcs of Bakamonogatari is just eight episodes. Super Fizz X Rocky Man- Mountain Chocolate Factory Chocolate Soda. Oh, God. Uh, it is Isaiah. I have hit a roadblock in my invasion of Utah, but these Utah police can't hold me and my Pokemon forever. You shall get uh, Jones Soda Turkey and Gravy. <laughs> Inuyasha is my favorite cryptid. You get uh, Ramane Curry Soda. Oh, Ramane. I didn't know Ramane could go wrong. Oh, we're g- we're going to have a few Ramane. I rem- want everyone to note that I suck and that I'm a girl and I like ribbons in my hair and that I want to kiss all the boys. You get uh, Ramane Wasabi. Oh, God. Ramane, what are you doing? I-, I-, I get, to be fair, I suppose they only import the really good ones. I, don't know what I think about <laughs> I've just finished watching sense. every one of your episodes and I loved them. Well, thank you very much. And for that, you get Ramane Kimchi. Oh, God. Uh, Ramane, no. Yeah. Hinata is a ball of sunshine. Uh, you are going to get Rocket Fizz red licorice flavor. Uh, At least it's not black licorice, I Well, guess. hey, kids, throws biscuit into a best fetch. You get Rocket Fizz black licorice flavor. Wow, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I brought that into this world. I, I cannot believe. Uh, Harrison, you get Dr. Brown's celery celery soda. What the fuck? Oh, God. Uh... Uh, go ahead, call the cops who won't unvirgin the olive oil. You get Wonder Farm White Fungus Bird's Nest. We're still on sodas, right? Yup. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, oh, God. Uh, 
gay as fuck without the fuck because I'm ace, you get Jones poutine flavored soda. Oh, thank God. Oh, God. I thought you were going to stop at the first syllable. <laughs> yeah, and Fisherman from Nora, you just get poo flavored soda. Um, it doesn't <laughs> exist, but, but Sean, for I... a moment, thought it did. Uh, Demon Ray 13, you get, uh, uh, you get JD Bacon Soda. I've had that one. How is it? Awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's basically salty and gag-inducing. That's how I would describe it. But it's, since it's carbonated, it, like, tickles your throat? Android 4, you bad. get Lester's Fixin's Salad, uh, flavored, uh, specifically ranch dressing soda. I've had that one, too. Yeah, I, I think I've also had that one. It's not... Worse than the bacon one. It's real one. fucking bad. Uh, I don't like ranch to begin with. <laughs> All Father's facts are on hiatus for the foreseeable future because he ran out of facts and doesn't want to make Dylan do more work. Fair enough. Are oh, you going to get one that I got with Dylan uh, that he gave me just recently? Ma- Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. What? Uh, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. That's cursed yeah. as fuck. Weirdly, it's cursed, but it's like the most neutral tasting weird soda I've ever had. It's still, it just... It it's ba- me. It's bad, but it's, like, not so bad that, like, it would be interesting to film a reaction video to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, then we have Aaron Hagland. Uh, you are going to get Dylan-flavored soda. <laughs> 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 Who wants a nice, fresh cup of Dylan? <laughs> and last but not least on this list, we have two sections. I have to show you my Rule 34 of Yui. It is my favorite of my many fo- folders. You get a mustard soda pop. Oh, God. Good God. How terrible. Even worse than ketchup, I feel. I feel I, I'd have to agree. Now we move I'd on to, to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier. Uh, and you know, Sean, I, I've been making you suffer. I feel like it's only fair that I, I suffer a little bit. I'm going to actually double suffer for this one because all of our Joey Wheeler tier members, uh, they are going to get a, a, a haiku, a haiku oh, wow. that genuinely I have written years and years ago. Oh, God, you have them saved. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have, oh I have collected, uh, 13 of them. Um, some silly, oh, some God, more serious. And let me say the serious ones are wildly cringe inducing. So oh, like, the, how old were you when you wrote these? Oh God. I wish I could say like a young teen, but it was like late teen to early twenties. Uh, oh, Ram, this is delicious. Holy shit. I can't wait. Um, and genuinely never thought they would see the light of day, uh, but I thought this would be nice. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, it's humbling. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be great. So uh, we start with when you talk, chaos fucking happens and I forget who I am. Uh, Sean, choose a number between one and 13. Uh, let's go with seven. Seven. All right. Uh. Happiness doesn't measure achievement doesn't measure happiness. Just just a little straightforward one there. Okay, okay. Uh, Not worth ridiculing over. Uh, yeah, they, 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 there's, it's, it's a weird mixed bag. Um, <laughs> the redneck weeb returns thanks to moonshine and jiggle physics. Uh, choose a number between 1 and 13. Let's go with 8. Uh, all right. The fire is burning. Prometheus didn't wait and neither shall we. Uh, just sort of a lame motivational one here, you know? Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I feel like the Joey Wheeler really adds like, just a twinge to it. You know? This is how all of my poems should be recited. Uh, yep, uh, nine. Sean, we should watch Helsing a Bridge next week. You're just going in order, it seems. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I don't. I remember last time I did this, I completely forgot which ones I had done or not, so I'm going to 10, and then I'm going to work backwards. <laughs> uh, all right, well... Uh, uh, for for 
uh, this patron, you get water, water, what? Water, 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 fish. Water, water, what? So <laughs> that one, if I may explain, it, it, it's a fish out of water. You see? Oh, I see. I see. I... <laughs> Doesn't really make sense, you know. Verbally, uh, yeah. In, verbally, in... it's very much in the water. It's, it's only, a shame that's like it's only on the page one... that it's out of the water. Yeah, no, like it's very much uh, one that kind of makes sense visually, but it's a shame that you know poetry is <laughs> the other half of poetry is reciting it. So, <laughs> all right. Na- next up, we have magic ice ball. Uh, ten. All right. Uh, this. <laughs> you might notice a little similarity. Oh no, Ram! <laughs> Imagine it on the page. Box, 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 box. Thinking. Box, 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 box. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, um, unlike fish out of water, this is thinking outside the box. You see. Um, oh God. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is if I had any artistic talent, if I had any artistic integrity, I would try to animate this readout because it's just too fucking good. It's too good. Next up, we got my uh, dear old mom. Uh, let's go with six. Ah, changed it up. Uh, okay, yeah. well, very fitting, very fitting. I'm not very good at writing haikus. They all seem to be quite shit. <laughs> Some, like, self-aware... Uh, uh, deprecation, you know? Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, next, we have Coral Empire. Wait, wait, which haiku do they get? Five. All right. <laughs> okay. Da, 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 da. No. Da, 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 da. It's, uh, just 17 thuds. What can I say? I'm, I'm quite the poet. Um, I'm crying, Rev. <laughs> next, we got Charles C. Nassbaum. Four. All right. Uh, the, uh, this one, one of my favorites, Sean. Okay. I swear, if I see that bitch Jen at the party, she's getting cooch punched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, we got oh. Blood Cell, not the white one. <sighs> What are we on? Three? <laughs> three? Yeah. We have one, two, three, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Copy. Alright, so three. Oh fuck. Uh for blood cell. Oh. What's humility? Not building the tower or not touching heaven. Uh we're finally back to a a, a more uh a serious one. It's mm. been a hot minute. <laughs> mm. I I'm I don't want to diss your art, Remington. <laughs> but all I thought about when you said tower was penis. <laughs> So, whether that's something wrong with me or with the haiku itself, I'll let the audience decide. But I, I see what, I see what you've I... got on the brain. Uh, all right, we, we, yeah. we've got two more. Next up is Anime Girl. We got one, two, 11, 12, 13. Uh, only two left? Yep. Okay, dude, number one then. All right. And I randomized the order. Yep. Uh, so, f- for, for you, Anime Girl, a snapshot of us would be colorful, merry, photoshopped to shit. That's pessimistic. <laughs> Like holy shit! I, I, you know, they're either comical, whimsical, or cynical. Those are like my flavors of haiku. <laughs> my goodness. So, uh, and last but not least, going above and beyond, we got Dylan Hayden. Uh, it's got to be thirteen. All right, 
10987654321 No Serendipity Uh so no. there you go It made me get to I was less interested in like writing good haikus, and I just wanted to sort of fuck with the formula a lot of the time, right? I just wanted to. I could to, tell, right? I, I just they're the kind want to mess around and see what the structure can provide. <laughs> You're like the kids in junior high being taught the I the haiku format, and they just want to get out of the fucking class. <laughs> like they're not they're not actually trying. They just kind of want to, hey, this counts, and it's artistic because it's not. So let me go. You know what I'm let, saying? Let me put it this way, Sean. Uh, so uh, I, I have genuinely hundreds of pages of poetry that I've written. Uh, I also have uh, far too many haikus. The haikus, the, the poetry ain't great. The haikus are worse. So that that's... Oh, God. Thankfully, oh. I don't have to read uh, my my poetry uh, because that would be much more awkward. Uh, thank you all for yeah, maybe that'd be a bonus. Oh episode. God! Oh God! Uh, I'll just put that into the ether. I don't... Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, if you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at Gmail dot com. Quite frankly, I'm okay with my haiku being read aloud in the podcast now. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But once again, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, uh, don't fuck your sister. Child murder and sad grandpas. It's a match made in heaven, y'all. Hey, Rem. How big is that penis? Do you think it's a bit on the big side or is it a bit on the small side? I will say small. Motherfucker, I'm using it. I'm using a pencil. I heard that beep, motherfucker. Dylan's yeah, gonna Dylan. be on your ass. That's not me. That's Dylan setting off the smoke alarm with his cooking. What the fuck? Dylan's gonna be on his own ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't get mad at me for that. Any accidental thumping and thudding I've done in this like episode, this recording, that's on me. But that beeping, that's all him. My phone and shit is silenced and everything. Uh, but no, no, that's, uh, uh, update. Apparently, all he was doing was boiling water. Dylan? You doing yeah. okay? Appa <laughs> Our oven is a bit <laughs> fucked. Like, this place was built in the 80s. I don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan is gonna throw off the pacing of this episode so much. My god. Dude, just... <laughs> we can't even explain it. No, uh, we can't. We can't. just uh, harassing us. Um, yeah. Okay, Dylan, this is your fault. Normally yeah, it's is your our fault. fault. The this Master of you, Disguise Dylan. bullshit last episode throwing everything off. That was on me. This yep. time it's on Dylan for once. Okay, continue, yep. Sean. Before yes. you're so rudely interrupted by Dylan's messages. Huh? Okay. Um, they want to see- Not to interrupt, Rem, but I apparently still have the haiku saved on my phone. Oh shit, what was it? Uh, I believe I called it, uh, It's Snowing on Mount Remy. <laughs> if I recall- Yeah, yeah, that's what I called it. <laughs> very good, very good. 
And uh, if Dylan wants to keep this in or just like move it to the end or something, he can. But I'll just give a quick reading of it. Hmm. Why, Remington, why? Must you bring me deep sorrow? You needy thick bitch. <laughs> it still holds up. It still holds up. It's pretty good. It's the best haiku I've ever written. <laughs> <laughs>